This is 400 Plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Dr. Lee Warren. Dr. Lee Warren is the founder and CEO of PLIM, the power latent in man. How are you, Dr. Warren? I'm doing fine. Great blessed day. Dr. Warren, this is part two of our little uh, podcast, podcast episode or whatnot. We're talking about crime, the black family, and uh, I want to talk. We can, we can, you know, this is just part two. Let me start off with this family, this this black family. I, I always like saying on the air and off the air that uh, a lot of men, black men, uh, who make less money and are less educated than their wife, girlfriend, or partner. So how does that, so how do we, a black, and you know, we know the history of black folks. We've we always been divided and conquered. And it, but in this modern era, how do we work together? I mean, some black women and black men do work it out, but a lot of us don't. And a lot of us have children. So how do we get this black woman and this black man and this black man, black woman <laughs> to work together, especially when we have children to strengthen our families and stop having these uh, low income neighborhoods that are full of crime? Mm. Well, the first thing that that, that that's the first thing it's a, it's a it's spiritual in nature that what you have you have a, a basically a lack of love. I'm not talking about sex. I said a lack of love. Uh, that within the family, or or whereby. Because see, you have to understand that first of all, the culture of the family is so dysfunctional. When you talk about love, it's been totally distorted in how Hollywood, rap, movies, and I always play it. So, we talk about empathy. We talk about companionship. We talk about you know, sex is such a small part of the whole thing. Uh, uh, it's like you don't eat 24 hours a day. Well, you can't have sex 24 hours a day. That's impossible. So there's other avenues that have to come together whereby you can bring this, the, these two people together or the structure together. It, it just that one thing won't hold it together. And, and that's primarily we, so what we're dealing with some of the most psychologically and spiritually first. And if that's screwed up and distorted, and when I say, say, I say distorted, I mean brainwashed. And within our community, we, we have become dysfunctional. Uh, you look at the movies and you look at uh, you know, the things that they uh, have over the years, everything is just so distorted. But when you look at the African experience here in America, is no different than the African uh, uh, the African experience down in, in South America, in Brazil, in, in some of the cities down in, in, in South America. You get the same problem. But we are more blessed up here because the poverty that we have up here is like Beverly Hills down in the, some of the South American countries. So you have this this, this gang mortality, I mean, and you have a total dysfunctional family down there among basic African-Americans, uh, uh, the, uh, the Africans that have come over because of basically one thing, 
one thing is basically that has actually destroyed the family is economics. That could literally destroy a whole family. Uh, and, and that's primarily has happened here. But even though it's, we've been blessed, the country's been blessed overall, the, there are certain segments that have not enjoyed the full fruits of what's transpiring because we know one thing. If economics of a people is raised up, crime decreases quite a bit. I'm not talking about just over the board. When I'm not talking about spiritually or anything like that. You got if you got a job and you got a livable wage, uh, uh, the neighborhood usually changes and after it changes as a result of that. Or you can see that middle class and the people that are, that are just out now poor. That's a difference. That, there's no difference between, genetically between them, or potentially. Uh, 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 intellectually one has more training than the other and has an opportunity where the other one is just uh, out of the box so you say how do we get together that's a great question in that you're dealing with most like i say it's, it's mostly spiritual and psychological and usually what pushes people together now this is this is going to sound so strange what pushes people together is usually some type of trauma condition People get laid off from a job. They have to go and live with with with, with, uh, with another person, a relative, a girlfriend, boyfriend, to try to make it. Those types of things changes a whole lot because it's a give and take type of relationship. So what we have here, we have total chaos. Because not only do we have to face that, there's other problems that we have to face in this condition. And, and the number one problem is drugs. So you got a neighborhood that was just hanging by a thread or uh, uh, functionally halfway straight. All you got to do is go in there and throw in some drugs. And that, that totally breaks down the whole bond, tax the whole neighborhood. See, most people have no idea that the 50s and 60s, before the Vietnam War, that that the South Side didn't don't look like what it is now. And you go back and you, you had the Regal Theater, you had a lot of businesses and stuff. You didn't have all this craziness here. But then you didn't have these drugs, see harem, uh, all these other synthetic drugs and stuff that was not available in the community. Now we, that's another whole ball game to explain that there's certain segments of certain powers to be that came in and threw this stuff into the black community and it was halfway functionally basically straight because if you go back to the 50s and 60s even the gangs that we had they weren't as uh say vicious and you didn't have these drive-bys and killers as you did you know they fought with their fists and something like that it was just about over with but when, when the drugs came in that altered the whole family structure say and, and it totally Dr. Warren, we know we know this. With all due respect, we know this. So how do we combat all these evils in this modern era? Okay, the first thing is that I hate to go down this road, but I'll say it and, and move on. The powers to be that bought the the, the, the drugs from Vietnam with them court uh, in their courses back here and sold in the black neighborhood. It wasn't it, it wasn't Pookie and Ray Ray. 
this is all CIA government, all that type of stuff brought it back in. Now, how do you get it out? You know, first of all, you have to realize that's almost a teaching experience that teach the people to avoid those types of structures. But then here's, here's, here's the problem. People need to make money. And you ask yourself, why do you, I was talking to Virgil uh, Jones, a fellow alderman, and, and we were talking about this before, and, and he said he would talk with most of the gang leaders and stuff. He said, why do you sell that? They said, we're just trying to make a living. I could understand that. So you bring all this poison in, and it, it, totally, it totally destroys families, neighborhoods, communities, etc. You said, how do we stop it? Well, that's the problem. You don't have the power at that level to stop it because it's a government operation. It's an operation that transcends us. So then what you have to do then is eventually teach individuals that you have to avoid this stuff. But because of economic deprivation, people say, well, I can go out and sell uh, 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 so many packs of drugs and do this and do, do, do this and, and make money. Listen, I had a, a very good board of director of my organization making good money. He was working for Pookie. I said, why the hell are you working for Pookie? You know, he's a big drug dealer and he's to pick up money. I said, man, don't bring that shit over here. But, but he was caught up in the lifestyle. He worked for the railroad. Uh, 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 so the point is, this is what I'm saying to you, is that it's, it's, it's so much a pervasive culture. In other words, let me say this. It is an industry within the black community, the drugs. That's what basically half this stuff is. It's an industry within the drug community, within the black community, that's operating. And it's just like IBM, Apple, or whatever. And their jobs that it supplies. See? So then how do you stop it? First thing you got to do, you, you can't stop it on the other end. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I think it's almost a a, a, a a futile situation because the supplies are not done by you. They're done by some outsider that's bringing the stuff into the community that's devastated. And you don't have the power to stop it. And and I understand you don't have the power to stop it, but I, and like I said, I'm sort of myopic and maybe Pollyannish about these Pollyannish about these things. Well, you, but, the only and, thing you can do is train the folks that's what at I'm a young age right, right. to avoid those type of situations. Right. And, that, and that goes back that, that goes back to the church and other people because we know people are you know I'm a goody two shoes kind of guy. I get it, but a lot of folks are, like I said I forget that goody two shoes stuff. I need to make some money. I understand that, but even people who do who uh, do illegal stuff. The goal is always to go legit, to transform to a illegal business into a legit business or take the ill-gotten gain and do good with it. Now, that's the problem. The problem with the, let me tell you this. The black community is not like the Italian community or some of these other communities. They don't have a way of washing that money up. You don't have an industry. You don't have a record company. You don't have a uh uh, a, a restaurant, you don't have businesses that can generate hundreds of thousand dollars of 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 of, 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 of just say revenue where you can cover it by your legitimate restaurants. So let me give you an example. I was married to my first wife, and we was it was out in the uh, what's the name of this place? Is uh, near Maywood? It's out there. What's the name of that place? I can't think of it. Bellwood. It, it's, it, it's to the north there. Oh, was it bridge uh, something? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 
I, I can't well, think of it right yeah. now. It's on the tip of my tongue. See, I'm a anyway, it, it's a former <laughs> gangster community, you know, for politicians and stuff. So, make a long story short. You, you, you know, park, this, park Forest, Forest Park, right there by, by uh, Oak Park. It's, it's further north than that. Okay, don't worry about it. Keep going, yeah. Uh, well, anyways, Elmwood Park, a little whatever. bit north. Yeah, but okay. anyway, what, the, what I was doing is that I, I went into this fast food to pick up some stuff for me and my wife and her and, 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 and my son. And then I'm in there waiting, waiting. I said, why you took so long? I said, this guy was in there ringing up uh, uh, cash receipts. And she said, what the F is he ringing up cash receipts for? I said, you don't know. This is this is a front for the gangsters. He's ringing up a, a, a cash receipt so he can show forth the dope money coming in. So what I'm saying is, uh, 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 you look at some of the, uh, the uh, uh, it's like um, some of the big dope dealers, they had no way of washing that money up and laundering the money. That's basically what it comes down to. See, I used to be, I was the first um, portfolio, black portfolio manager in the 1960s. And it was a different world. And what I found out was that how the real world works, that is, that is illegitimate goes in and, and, and be washed up. And see, they don't have the connection. Let me say, to say this real quick, we can change the subject. Well, one of the uh, higher ups, the vice lords, he came to me and said, well, can you wash all this money? But I said, what the hell are you talking about? What kind of business you guys can wash that type damn money up? I said, you, you're not like the mafia. They have all types of ways to clean that money up. And uh, he comes back and said, well, we talk with them and they want to take one third the money. I said, you damn right, one third the money uh, 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 for uh, 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 washing the money up. And in other words, you got a million dollars, they take a third and they give you two thirds back. Hell, that's it. So you don't have a organization or, or should I say, a, a community of businesses like you had Supreme Life back in, that's what I'm saying, back in, let me jump back. And in, in, with the policy that we had before the, the, they decided to take it over, Blacks had uh, the, the primary funding of, of business during the Depression here in, in, in the northern cities was when they were selling policy. And, and, and the Italian gangsters and Jewish gangsters said it was penny-ante money, so they didn't mess with them until they found out how much money was involved. The old numbers, the could, old numbers racket, policy, the old numbers racket. The old racket. numbers racket, that's what I'm saying, which now we call uh, the lottery. And that was a, a financial engine for funding a lot of the uh, uh, businesses here in Chicago, and it flourished. But these young boys, they—they—they're not into that. They don't have the 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 the, the mentality etc. for this. So you're talking about, like you said, you got a family. Now, if you look at the Italian family and you look at the uh, 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 Jewish family, and you ask them when they came here, what did they do? They got into racketeering and a lot of crazy stuff, and they washed that money up, got into politician uh, politics. And clean that up. You look at the old Mayor Daly's family and all of that. See, now, these guys here that's running the street now, they're not even qualified to do that. They're they totally illiterate. They don't know what they have to do with this damn money. And then those that few do, they, they go into construction, and, and the government comes in with, with racketeering laws now. Snatch it off. Yeah, so let's, so, let's, let's wind, let's wind this, this podcast episode down because... 
Is it futile? Is it hopeless that we, black, it, it, black, it, it, black it, folks it, are known it, for, in the cities like Chicago and places like Chicago, we're known for being criminals, neighborhood criminals. Will it ever end, Dr. Warren? No, it, it, it's going to get worse. Now, I, I, I'm not giving anybody any hope. Like a lot of these people, they, they've, been, they've been marching up and down the street. They've been praying. And, and they've been marching and praying and everything else. You know what? Things have got continually worse. I'm not saying that that's not the answer, but someone we got to look at something and understand what is truly taking place at at an end of a civilization that's collapsing. You're looking at a civilization that has actually literally collapsed before our eyes, and they cannot provide for their citizens. They cannot protect the people from the crime out here. We talk about petty crime, and then we ain't gonna talk about the white crime. And the uh, families are just about destroyed. Whether you talk about white, black, or blue, everybody, you go, you, you know, most people that are on these uh, 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 synthetic drugs are white people. They dying all over the place. So you're looking at a total crash of actually a civilization, literally before your eyes. And we ask them, what can we do to survive? Okay, so uh, and, and, and it comes back to being spiritual and psychological because the politicians have not been able to address it. And if it does, it's like taking a, 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 a cup of water out of Lake Mission. You, you know, you know, it's basically futile. Well, Dr. Warren, we're we almost done. we got a few minutes left that you know that. As everyone knows this, there's churches all over. Not all black people, not all African-Americans are religious. I understand that. But do we have enough religious leaders who are willing to stand up? Political leaders going to stand up and say, "Listen, we can make a, we can drastically reduce this, reduce this crime, if we step up and do what needs to be done." And we do know what needs to be done. Well, it hasn't been done. I mean, how? I mean, at what point does it have the the, the black community to rise up? I mean, they're the ones that suffering like hell in those communities. So uh, if they haven't done it this long, you wonder, well, what will it take at this point? And uh, there are a few people that, that is able to survive and move through this and not be overwhelmed by it. But I'm talking about the vast majority of what's taking place, uh, what they are doing to try to, uh, to straighten it out is a mere uh, a teacup, I mean, to, to address this, this, this pathetic situation. And as I say, it's all spiritual and psychological unless that takes place and the people rise up and say, you know what? We ain't going to do that no more. That's the only way. At what point, what does it take for them to say, uh, uh, I'm not going to do it more? Say, for instance, Mark, uh, uh, Mark, look, you got certain things in the school that they, they, they argue about, like uh, 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 doing sex education. If you don't want to do that, just don't send your damn school to children to school. You could it take about a good month, and I guarantee you, you can get the program to change. But people say I, I can't. I don't have no way to keep my kids. Well, then the only way you can do is continue with the situation, baby. Because the, the way that you're going now, I mean, people are so brainwashed. They say I don't like it on TV. Well, cut the damn TV off. The whole thing is based on commercials. They act like they're powerless, but they do have the power. But they it's just like the truckers. They decided that they didn't want to get vaccinated. They said, we're going to stop working. The power has always been with the people, but they've been so brainwashed and dumbed down. They go along with it. 
not realizing the power is still within. It's like the power within them. They have it there, but they and, and it doesn't take a, a lot of effort to, to bring it into materialization. But as long as they've been, they continue with what they've been taught and brainwashed in the propaganda, things will continue as is. I mean, people get children get shot. You go over and console them. Uh, next two weeks, somebody else gets shot. And it just goes on and on and on and on until the people realize and say, wait a minute, something, you know, you, get it. you have to get out in the street and mass, I'm talking about the mass proportion to change it. That's what I'm saying. I, I said, what I say is futile because the people will not awake up from the conditions that they are in. And you don't have a leader or someone with some type of integrity uh, uh, for these times like you had black in the, in, in, the, in the black power movement, the civil rights movement, they can say, listen, the thing is all about economics. And this is what we're going to do. And you can change a whole lot. You, you can control the politicians. But you have so many people that are, 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 are don't vote uh, uh, and those type of things. But until the people wake up and say, listen, you know, excuse the expression, I'm just tired of the mess. And I'm willing to go, um, I'm, I'm willing to make the, uh, a sacrifice to get this thing straight. But until then, uh, uh, we'll continue to uh, have the chaos that's taking place and understand who is causing it, why is it causing it, and et cetera. But it, it doesn't have to be, because uh, all things are possible to them to believe. And it can be cast down. But like you said, most people are, are, have not reached that point of I know. coming Do to. Dr. Warren, I, I, the show is over. Just, I thank you. I can't thank you enough for being a guest from 400 plus. And, uh, and you're going to come back and we have another chit chat? Yeah, you can call me back anytime. I like to talk about something like uh, economics or, or something that, that, that they need to uh, uh, make preparations for. Or, or, or you know uh, that things are happening within the world that are beyond our control. How do we function within those things? I mean, they talking about the Third World War. Well, that's beyond our power. What can we do? You can't do anything to stop that on that, that level. But you can do some things individually to prepare psychologically and be able to survive it on a spiritual level. Just like the depression I was telling you about. That's something else I like to talk about. Well, what can we do to survive uh, uh, in, in, in these coming bad economic times? <laughs>